At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. We continue our player profiles today. We're talking about Gordon Hayward. Gordon, a strong season win on the floor. Unfortunately, we have to use that caveat again. Average close to 16 points per game. Team had a winning record when he was on the floor, but unfortunately, injury struck him once again. A left ankle issue took him out of basically the last third of the season. So we'll take a look at the year that was, look towards the future with Gordon Hayward and helping me out with that conversation. He is a 10-year NBA veteran and my color commentator on the Hornets radio network. Matt Carroll back with us. And oh, by the way, Matt, we will hear from Gordon Hayward here today as well on this edition of the HHC. So something for the fans to look for to he's a big act to have to come in front of but i know you can do the job matt <laughs> i'm used to that kind of pressure so i think i'll be able to handle it but uh no, it's good to be here sam as always gordon hayward another season where there were a lot of strengths he averaged 16 points per game essentially probably a little bit closer to 17 uh, once he tried to come back from the injury including the game that he was injured in uh those submarine is scoring average slightly but overall it, when he's on the floor the team is without a doubt a playoff team. And while at the end of this season, the squad in March, parts of April, figured out how to win despite him not being on the floor, it took a while. So the impact Gordon Hayward has had in his two seasons on the franchise, I don't think you can deny it. The team is seven games above 500 when he plays. They're roughly 10 under 500 when he does not. What are your thoughts on the second season for Gordon Hayward here in the Queen City? Well, number one, I think it's it's a fact that the Hornets are much better with Gordon Hayward on the floor. This Hornets team, you could just see when Gordon was not playing, 
something was missing. And from a lot of aspects, you know, one, let's just start with his veteran leadership. He is probably the most experienced player on the roster. He's played at a high level his entire career, played at an all-star level over many seasons, has playoff experience. So when you have a type of player that's been through all of that, you bring a type of confidence, a type of swagger that feeds off to your teammates. And he's seen situations and games and minutes played. So he's done all that. And I think when you have a Hornets team that's filled with a lot of young talent, you need a guy like Gordon Hayward. You need players that have that veteran experience and success that can help them mid-game. Maybe it's a play here. Maybe it's a bit of advice. Maybe it's a little bit of leadership, voicing you know, some thoughts in the third or fourth quarter, wherever it might be. And that carries over to the locker room. So he brings that number one. And then secondly, Gordon Hayward can still play, can still just get it done when he's healthy. I mean, he's one of the best wings in the NBA, can score in a variety of ways. You know, he can knock down threes. He's an efficient player, shoots at a high percentage. But he's versatile. He's big. He shoots off the dribble. He gets to the rim. He gets to the free throw line. He's a playmaker. You know, really has no weakness. He's not a a one-dimensional player. He can defend. So this Hornets team, as we mentioned, is so much better with him. The biggest key for Gordon Hayward and this team, can we just find a way to keep him healthy and just on the court? And so much of that, Matt, is luck and, and bad luck. Two seasons ago, he steps on, I think, Miles Turner's foot, and that causes the foot sprain. And I don't know how you avoid that in, in in basketball. These things just generally happen. This season, it wasn't his fault. Gary Trent Jr. fell in through his leg. Quite frankly, I was surprised it wasn't worse than a sprained ankle in the minutes after seeing the injury prior to the diagnosis. So in some ways, I was thankful that that's all that it was. And even though he wasn't able to recover from it, it looked awful, that injury. And you look at the other elite players from his draft class, 2010. It's just a fact of the NBA. At a certain point, injuries become more prominent. Paul George dealt with injury during this season. It's just a matter of the timing of when his injury happened compared to Gordon's that influences the way we see it. But again, I'll go back to it. This isn't Gordon Hayward being fragile per se. This is him being unlucky in some of the contact and collisions that he has encountered and the time in the season in which they have taken place. Well, I would agree 100%. And I think some people might look at Gordon Hayward and say, God, he's, he's always hurt. What's going on? Can't stay healthy. And, and to your point, Sam, it's fluke. It is. It, I don't know what else to call it besides just bad luck. And I feel for him because, you know, I saw him last season spend every day in the trainer's room, in the weight room, on the court, doing everything he could to rehab, to get healthy, to come into this past season at 100%. And he did, and it's not a matter of preparation. Now, granted, he does have some miles, right? He does have previous injuries that your body, you only have one body, right? And it's real. And and so you can only do so much. Things happen. But his injuries were very unfortunate. Bad luck is what I would call them. And he has battled back from numerous injuries. And to get back to the level that he plays at and that he wants to play at is not easy, right? You're not just a guy that's coming in off the bench and giving a few minutes here or there. I mean, he's a focal point, and defenses are catered around him because he can score in so many different ways. So, you know, I feel the frustration that he must have as hard as he has worked in rehab and getting healthy, and then you have injuries like that happen. So I think this offseason, Gordon Hayward will do the same thing. He's going to attack his rehab. He's going to get that foot better. He's going to get back in great shape and spend all the time with the medical staff and the the trainers and the the weight room and the strength coaches and then back on the court. And he's a pro. He's been around. He knows what it takes. 
He knows his body better than anybody. So I think the biggest challenge he's going to have is just mentally, can he get over the fact that he has had a lot of setbacks, a lot of injuries, and almost put that behind him and look at this as a new, fresh opportunity. And he's got to come in thinking, hey, I'm coming back to be to be the man again, and I'm going to be one of the best players on the court. We are going to talk injuries. We are going to talk future with Gordon Hayward after this quick break. Gordon Hayward sits down with me in just a moment here on the Hornets Hivecast. I get allergy care from the doctors at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates who know how to treat me, not just my symptoms. Now that my allergies are under control, I can ride my bike whenever I want, just like I did as a kid. Senta offers allergy testing and a wide range of treatment in North and South Carolina. Play like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Let's welcome Gordon Hayward here to the Hornets Hivecast. Gordon, thanks for joining us. I know second straight season has to be frustrating that you weren't able to end it on the floor. How are you feeling in terms of your recovery and, and just mentally going through this again? How are you doing? Yeah, I mean, it's it's very frustrating. You know, not something that I anticipated or you know, obviously wanted to happen, but it's something that's kind of outside my control. Can't control somebody kind of rolling into your whole body like that and it sucks having to sit and watch. I mean, it's it's one of the worst feelings in the world. And, you know, you put in so much time and effort in the offseason and during the season for moments like like the playing games and the playoffs and to not be out there, it's it's very frustrating. But as far as my recovery is concerned, you know, I'm in a cast for a couple of weeks and, um, you know, then I'll be able to, you know, start ramping back up and I'm ready to have another good offseason. The silver lining, hopefully, for yourself and the organization is it provided some room for guys like LaMelo Ball and Miles Bridges to step up, have bigger roles, more responsibility, and grow their game? As you look at the roster that should come back next season, including yourself, how much better do you think everyone could be, should be, for having had this experience? Yeah, I mean, these experiences you can't teach, and you kind of have to go through them sometimes as, as, as hard as they can be. It's not easy to, to lose, and especially lose in that fashion and playing games, and we've done it two years in a row now. But I thought everyone had a great offseason last year. We came back. We were better this year. You can see the same thing happening for next year. I think the, this team is building something here, you know, 20 to 30 to 40 wins, and we can see where we need to get better and that we're not quite there yet. And so I think that should motivate everyone to, to have a good offseason. Last season, as it was coming down to the wire and, and you were working your way back from the injury, it felt like the mood around the team, the city was, please God, can Gordon come back and, and save the day? And now this year, it feels more like if Gordon comes back, we could be a contender for a level that we had not anticipated for this season. Do you feel that now for next season, that the bar has still been raised? Absolutely. Like I said, 30 to 40 wins. You see us this season basically having the ability to beat the best teams in the league. And I think we, we, we showed that. You know, we also showed that we can lose to, to anyone as well. But that should be growth and it should help us for next year. We should have confidence going into next year that if we play the way we know how to play, we got to be better defensively and we got to be way more consistent. But if we can do that and kind of figure some things out, you know, we're right there. And that's just something that I think a lot of off-season work, I think studying film, curiosity of the game, how do we improve, how do we get better, will help. And, you know, I think that's on our guys, and I think our guys will work. 
Gordon Hayward, our guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast. Gordon, it feels like last year to this year, in a certain respect, there was just a lot of natural growth and maturity. Guys like Miles Bridges, P.J. Washington, Lamella Bald, getting a year older, a year better, and that helped generate more wins. Certainly a lot of hard work goes into it, too. This next jump, if you want to go from 43 wins to 53 wins, it's probably more than just natural growth. What are some of the areas you think really have to be hunkered down on to make that next jump? I think a lot of them are on the defensive end. I think we've got so many weapons offensively, and we I think we naturally just score the ball at a high level. But defensively, we got to be better. we got to be more consistent. I think defense, you look at the teams that compete for titles, they're usually top five in both offense and defense. And we just have to be better on that end of the floor. I think it's it's more consistency and locking in more than anything. I think we've shown we're capable. But that's, that's the thing. The best teams don't just do it every now and again. The best teams do it every night. And, you know, that's where we got to get better. Unseen to a lot of people were a lot of the draft picks this year. They did most of their work either in the G League or in the practice gym and didn't get a lot of opportunities. So you look to the future and, and some contributions from young guys, particularly some young bigs. What do you think the future holds for this team in terms of who's currently on the squad? Yeah, I mean, I think we've got a lot of young prospects that have a lot of talent and can really help us. And I think some of that's going to be determined on on how they continue to work, how they continue to progress. I think we'll be, I mean, I'm sure that'll be a decision for, for the GMs and the front office to decide, but we might be able to see them in summer league again this year and see how much they've progressed and see how they do in that. And, you know, hopefully they put in another good off season and they'll be ready to contribute next year terms of signature moment from this season is there one play that stands out to you that you'll always have in your mind the poster if you will of the 21-22 season I would say probably you could pick either one of Lamelo's between the legs probably between the legs uh off the backboard alley-oop it's pretty cool and you know it's something that he just naturally does he's got that flair so that, that's a pretty cool signature moment five Hornets in double figures a loose pass picked up by ball between the legs off the window and a huge Dr. Pepper dunk from Montrez to bring the house down. Oh, it is a highlight real evening here at Spectrum Center. What's the one game that'll stick with you either positively, this is as good as we can be and this is the the bar we need to set for ourselves, or on the other side, a motivational game that you'll look back on and say, this is why we're working harder for next year. I think one of the more positive games that we had was beating Golden State. I think it was when they were rolling too as one of the best records in the league and we you know, went toe-to-toe with them and, and took them down. I think then on the flip side of it was how we played against Phoenix. I think they've shown that they're one of the best, if not the best teams in the league right now. And the way that they play style of basketball kind of just showed us where we need to get to and how much room we still have to grow. And I think it's exciting, though, that we're able to be beating teams at that caliber. And it shows like we can do it, but we just, you know, we still have some some work to do. Last question for you, Gordon. You signed here with some specific goals in mind in terms of what you wanted to be for a franchise and where you wanted to take a Charlotte team that hasn't had back-to-back winning seasons even in 20 years. Two years in, how do you feel about the progress you and this team and organization have made and the chances to accomplish more of those goals in the future? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, both seasons, as we discussed, I've been injured at the end of the year. So, you know, it's it's not been the best two years for me. I think, I think our team, though, is taking steps in the right direction. I think we're building something here and I'm a part of that and you know I feel confident moving forward to next year that we can take another big step. We're looking forward to seeing you healthy again although the the cast decorated by the girls is very entertaining. That's true they did a good job I'd say. They've done excellent work. (laughs) Gordon thanks so much for the time have a great offseason we'll see you next year. Thanks. Charlotte North Carolina the Legends of the Streets Tour is coming Saturday June 11th at the Spectrum Arena with the Snowman. Jesus. 
And with this show, history will be made. Because for the first time ever on the same stage, Gucci Man. And also coming through to shut it down. Two chains. Riding around, I'm getting it. I'm riding around. Get ready to go crazy for John Rule. And always representing for the baddest chicks, Trina. So big like the sun. And DJ Iceberg. The legends of the streets tour. Saturday, June 11th at the Spectrum Arena. With Jeezy, Gucci Man, 2 Chains, Ja Rule, Trina, and DJ Iceberg. Tickets on sale now online at Ticketmaster.com. Or the box office brought to you by We Are Live Entertainment. We thank Gordon Hayward for joining us again here on this edition of the HHC. And now welcome Matt Carroll back to the conversation. Matt, very entertaining always to talk with Gordon. Seems to to be in a positive state of mind despite the setback of that season ending as it turned out injury. Definitely the colorful artwork on the cast from the girls definitely helps uh, brighten the mood for him. He he loves his family and they're a great support staff for him. But uh, as, as we heard this conversation here with Gordon, he talked about how you can't can't control injury, and this is a guy who, even though we came into the season talking about, well, maybe he'll play less minutes, or, or they'll factor in a day or two off. When you get into the thick of the season, it's hard to say when you feel like you might be two more minutes of Gordon Hayward on the floor from winning a game that, well, let, let's pull him out because there could be a freak accident in two months from now. Or you're getting ready for a game and you think it's a, a key one potentially for the season and Hornets were one win away from ending up the seventh seed. They don't get it, so they end up the tenth seed. That's how small the margins are. So it's very hard to look at it and say, let's just take our best player off the floor, even though he could play tonight. It's very difficult to navigate that. What are your thoughts on how maybe the Hornets try to do that moving forward? That's an interesting question. And um, I think a lot of it depends on the mindset of the player. When I think of somebody like Gordon Hayward, he's been a star. He hasn't been a, let's say, role player. And I would guess from his perspective, he'd probably rather say, listen, if I can't play 82 games, I want to play 65 games, but I want to be available to play 40 minutes every game, do whatever I could, and leave me in there as long as we need to because I'm going to do whatever it takes to win the game. But I don't think he wants to be on minute restriction just because he hasn't done that before. Now, if you're talking about a player that's been a role player, someone that's come off the bench most of their career that says, hey, I'll come in for five, six minutes, hit a few shots, keep me in, not take me out. Guys have had more experience as a role player playing that type of style. But someone like Gordon, he's been the man. You know, he, he's come in and, and played big games. He's scored 40-plus points. So I think it would be more challenging or maybe just better off if you say, hey, listen, Gordon, whatever we got to do to keep you healthy, we're going to do. And if let's say maybe that's not playing all 82 games. Well, we're going to make sure the games that you do play, you're available to give it everything you have to win the game. And I think naturally that's going to start to become an easier proposition just as this roster has matured. His first season in Charlotte, he wasn't the be-all, end-all. It's not that the other guys on the floor didn't matter, but there was such a stark contrast between Gordon Hayward's on the floor, Gordon Hayward's not. They were a playoff team when he played. They were 9-19 and when he was absent. It was glaring how big of a disparity it was. This most recent season, you add in a couple of other veterans, either 
starting the year with Kelly Oubre, or as the season wore on, the additions of Montrez Harrell, Isaiah Thomas gave the team some added depth, but most importantly, just the natural progression of a Miles Bridges, who made a significant jump from being in and out of the starting lineup to being one of the top small forwards, top wings in the NBA. You have LaMelo Ball going from a rookie season, albeit rookie of the year, to an all-star season at the age of 20. Those two guys aren't going to get worse. They're only going to get better. And with their improvement year one of Gordon Hayward to year two, we saw Gordon's minutes come down slightly. His shots per game come down slightly. He is unselfish enough to let go of the rope just a little bit to allow some of those players to surge forward and for the betterment of the team as they continue to improve. I'm not saying Gordon Hayward's going anywhere, folks. I'm saying that he doesn't have to play 35 minutes for this team to win the way they needed him to play his first year. He's probably going to have five less minutes per game that have to be on his shoulders. Well, you're right, and and that's a great situation as we've moved forward, as the organization, as the players have developed and gotten better. So, yeah, I think as Gordon's getting a little bit older and thinking that, you know, he might not be able to carry the load that he has in the past, the fact that our young players are being able to carry that load more, they've improved such a good nucleus that we have here with the Hornets and are building it. So I think with that thought in mind, it's setting up to be a good situation that maybe will work out in favor for Gordon and be fine with the team just because the internal development has been so good with our young players. I said this to Gordon during our conversation. I'll I'll pose the same question to you, Matt. I felt at the end of year one, as we were hoping that Gordon Hayward would be able to make it back for the play-in game, make it back for some kind of late-season run, the mood around the city, the mood around the franchise seemed to feel like, oh, please, God, will you come save us? We, We have to get Gordon Hayward on the floor. This thing's in a tailspin. We've lost 19 of our last 28 games. We have to get Gordon Hayward out here or we don't have a chance. This season, it seemed to shift to hey, we're doing okay without Gordon Hayward, but imagine if he comes back. Could we make a run at the second round at a conference fund? What's possible with this nucleus that's performing well if you add in a former All-Star in Gordon Hayward? As we look to year three of him here in Charlotte with an improving young nucleus, is that the mindset that, hey, if Gordon Hayward is unavailable for a stretch of games, the team has proven it can handle it. But if they're all healthy come the end of the season, most importantly Gordon Hayward, where could they go at the end of his third season in Charlotte? Well, with that thought in mind, with a healthy Gordon Hayward and as this young team has developed and adding some more pieces to it this offseason, I think there is no question this team has the ability, the talent to get into the, I'd say, top five of the East, at the very least top six. You know, I think that the playing game should be out the window moving forward with this team. This team has some experience. They're going to have veteran leadership. But with a healthy Hornets roster next season, I think this team is at least a playoff team, and we can forget about those silly playing games moving forward. I'm with you there. I, I tell you what, I, no one deserves more to find out what's possible with a healthy Gordon Hayward for this Hornets franchise than Gordon Hayward and, and this roster because they have battled. They have seen him struggle with these injuries and, and fight as hard as he can to get back and, and come close. And, and heck, he went out there on a, a still injured foot and just uh, wasn't able to quite get over the hump to contribute for the play-in tournament. But if he's healthy at the end of the season, I would be very excited to see what this Hornets team can do with their experienced veteran Gordon Hayward leading them into the playoffs. 
That's going to do it for this edition of the HHC. We continue our player profiles next week, but for now we say thank you to Matt Carroll, as always, for joining us here. Matt, enjoy the rest of your offseason. Look forward to having you back in the booth with me once the preseason and regular season come back around in the fall. Appreciate it, Sam. Always a pleasure. Next season will be here before you know it, so get your time with the family in. Yes, indeed. Some family time definitely being enjoyed, Matt. Thank you so much. Hope all of you out there are enjoying some family time in the summer as well here in the Queen City, and we will keep you captivated, hopefully, with more of our player conversations in the days and weeks to come. For now, with thanks to Gordon Hayward for joining us today, Matt Carroll, and all of you for tuning in. I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We'll talk to you again next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.